All right, guys, it's about that time. Chris Brooks here with you this Monday morning on the Rebels 247 podcast. Hope you had a good weekend. Also part of the 247 Sports Network. Of course, this is always inside the Rebels. Like I said, hope you had a great weekend. A better weekend for the Ole Miss Rebels on the baseball field. How about that? You get a sweep against Missouri. We'll get into that in a second. Missouri's not very good, but that's okay. Doesn't matter. That's that's a that's not a great team, but it doesn't matter. We'll dive into the baseball thing here in just a minute. I want to talk a little bit of recruiting, some early notes that David has for you this morning. Uh, this could be a good week in in terms of recruiting. This could be a good week on the recruiting front for Ole Miss. So we'll see what happens there. Um, I want to get into three or four of those names, so y'all bear with me. Um, again, about a 15-minute podcast to get your week started, but we'll dive into three or four names on the recruiting front. But in terms of what to expect this week, I mean, a couple of slow days here right out of the gate, but then some big baseball games. Uh, we have Southern Miss Wednesday night at Southern Miss. I want to talk about that in a second. Uh, the big baseball weekend at LSU is huge. And look, for that matter, the next couple of weekends are huge. You have uh, LSU on the road. And then Texas A&M comes to Oxford to uh, to wrap up the regular season. And then we'll see what what has happened when we get to that point where the Rebels are. Hopefully they're they're in a much better position than they are right now. But we'll get into that in a minute. Here on National, what day is today? Usually it's it's nothing that's any good. Now, nobody's, nobody's in on the alphabet magnet day. What happened to those? Remember those little the alphabet magnet things when you were a kid? We used to have those all over our fridge for some reason. I, and I get, what, what was that for? To leave messages for people? Or you only have one letter of each. I mean, one of each letter, that's it. What was the purpose? Were we just learning ABCs? Now that I think back, I don't know what that was. But it's National uh, Homefront Heroes Day, Women's Checkup Day, Butterscotch Brownie Day, Lost Sock Memorial Day, National Moscato Day. It's also Sleepover Day. So basically nothing today. Now, I had a busy weekend. Uh, of course, you know I'm doing the baseball stuff with my uh, with my kids. Busy week in the Brooks house. Your Caleb has surgery on his elbow. He should be fine uh, for next year. And, and uh, hey, that's a blessing. Had a um, had a really good surgery with uh, Dr. Andy Bryan here at Capital Ortho. Cannot recommend them enough. And not just them, but Andy. Uh, Andy Bryan, awesome dude. And I uh, did a really good job on my kid. That went as good as it could go. But then, of course, with Northwest Rankin, if you're in the metro area, we have a big week. Uh, Northwest Rankin and Brandon are playing for the 6A state championship. Had a chance to talk to briefly yesterday. I uh, do Ole Miss sophomore baseball commit. Some of you probably don't know this, but uh, some of you do. Walker Hooks, that goes to Brandon. I, I know, uh, especially baseball, I know a, a ton of these kids here in the area. I, I've seen Walker play since he was probably 10 years old. His little brother, Coop, played on our, our travel ball team with my youngest. 
So I know the, their family real well. It's been fun to see Walker, you know, grow up. Now this, this kid's six four. God, what's Walker? I mean, I saw him going into. Um, he was they're coming out of church. We're going in. What? Wow, babe, two forty maybe. Big tight end for Brandon also, but big left-handed starting pitcher. And uh, we'll see him Saturday night. Looking forward to it. I haven't seen him pitch this year. Coming off a, a, a knee injury that required surgery during football season, but. They tell me he's throwing the ball great. We'll see him, K.K. Clark. I think that's Kellum Clark's little brother pitching the game one for Brandon. But that's a big series here in this area with a Northwest ranking and Brandon going at it Friday, Saturday, and then if necessary on Monday. We'll see what the weather does there. But I've been busy with my kid. Connor throws uh, five innings against Pedal. We beat them three to two. Hadn't allowed an earned run. I think Connor hasn't allowed an earned run in maybe 26 innings. I think gave up two unearned on Saturday, but I'm real proud of him. Kids had an awesome, awesome year. And then we'll see what happens after the draft and everything going on there. But let me jump into these two topics, okay, to get your week started here. Let me lead with the baseball because that's going to be shorter. And then I want to knock out three or four of these recruiting names for you, just what I'm hearing. Missouri's not a great baseball team. Okay, that goes without saying. That's not a great baseball team. That's okay, though. They needed wins. Like, the Rebel baseball team needed wins. And they got them. Uh, they, they sweep Missouri, and that's not always an easy thing to do, no matter who you're playing. But they desperately needed a sweep. And now at 10 and 14 in the SEC with six more SEC games, you know, they at least gave themselves a chance to position themselves better for the SEC tournament and to do some work between now and then to make sure that they're an NCAA tournament team and they still have work to do, but at least they are in position now to do it. Should you be overwhelmingly excited? I mean, no, it's not, it's not that. And uh, you know, everybody's pick sides now, you know how this goes over time. You know, these message boards are a lot of fun and fans kind of have their guy. And over time, you're either a pro coach or you're an anti-coach, you know, and, and you when you dig in, let's be honest, for the most part, everybody kind of digs in. It's hard to, to get out of where, where you are. So I, I already saw some things on the board. Hey, look, don't pay attention to the three wins. Do not be fooled. Don't be sucked back into this. Still need a change at the head coach position. And I mean, I'm, you're going to see that. Uh, all I would tell you guys is, and I am a firm believer in this, although the board is good for discussion during the season, and that's good. As long as people aren't killing each other, debate's good. I, I let the regular season play out. If the postseason is what fans gripe about with Mike Bianco, and that's, that is where they head first, then be consistent with it. Wait till the postseason to see what happens. Now, the year hasn't gone great on any level. But three wins against Missouri, they're in a better place than they were this time last week. Then the the LSU weekend coming up, that's big. They have to figure out a way to split these next six games with LSU on the road and A&M at home. Good baseball teams, but, but you have to go three and three. And really, that needs to be coupled with a win as Southern Miss Wednesday night. Like the Wednesday night game with Southern Miss is a big deal. They need the RPI bump. So I'm anxious to see who starts that game and how they play it. 
that would be a big win because Southern's had a great year. And that, that Southern team's talented. Look, there's a kid over there from Northwest Rankin. I had a chance to see him in high school, Dalton Rogers. You know, the in-state schools didn't go hard after him. He ends up at, at Jones, then goes to Southern. That's a left-handed pitcher at 97 this weekend. Uh, 24 innings, 40 strikeouts, not to give Dalton Rogers a, a shout-out. But he's a great kid. His little brother is a senior with my kid at Northwest. Now Evan headed to Jones next year. But that's a good baseball team. That would be a huge win in terms of postseason chances and those kind of things. Win that one, split these last six SEC games, and uh, you know at least you're in position to give yourself a chance. I want to mention Riley Maddox also. You know, I had a chance just to send his dad a message over the weekend, Jeff. And I, I hate that news that came out over the weekend. It looks like that he's probably you know, going down for, with Tommy John. You know, the thing about that surgery, yeah, the success rate is, is very, very high. You know, they have near perfected that surgery. And it's not unusual for a kid to come back stronger. And I've, I've kind of joked or had athletic trainers joke with me about parents would literally ask them if their kid needed Tommy John when they were younger. You know, so they'll throw harder. That's just, that's not how that works. Nobody ever wants to go under the knife. But the rehab for that is so extensive, it's not unusual for somebody to come back stronger than they were before. And if the tendon is, you know, like new and intact again, and you've built up everything around it and you've built up your body better, then yeah, it's not unusual to throw hard. But this is the thing about that. The rehab for that is is tough. And you lose a year of playing. And uh, so we gloss over some of that. Oh, he'll just rehab. If you ever, ever watched anybody up close rehab, rehab an elbow like that, an ACL, rehab a knee, I mean, it's it's grueling. You know, it's it's very difficult work. And uh, I hate to see that for Riley because, uh, man, he was a really good pitcher and comes from, of course, Jackson Prep. Dad's a great guy. And I hated to see that for him. But hopefully he'll be back next year better than ever. Did want to give a shout-out to Hunter Elliott through grade over the weekend. Not shocked at that at all. I think it's in that kid to be a great SEC pitcher. And uh, they needed a good start from him, and they got it. Look, the lineup swung it. You can say it's Missouri, and you'd be right. But still, those are positive signs. We'll see what happens Wednesday night, and then we'll see what happens at LSU. Now, on the recruiting trail, David has a couple of notes up early here on a Monday morning. And I had put something out the end of last week with Ahmad Brown and you guys are not wrong. The story where he's quoted as saying that it's his dream school, that he got an offer from an Ole Miss. And that's what he said, but you guys make a valid point of if, if that's the case, then why don't players just commit? Not, I, I don't, I do have an answer. I don't want to say I don't have an answer. Of course I do. Especially the day and age we're living in right now with NIL and how all that works. Nobody, it's almost like a relationship dating. You don't want to come across as the overeager party, you know, at the beginning and maybe be taken for granted. That's it's not a perfect comparison, but there's some similarities here. No matter if it's your dream school or not, you're going to drag it out a little bit and see what options are out there for nothing else just to maybe give yourself a little bit of leverage right now with the way NIL is working. Look, and all that's working exactly like you think it is. 
to give yourself a little bit of leverage there. So maybe there is a better NIL opportunity for you. I mean, all those things are valid. And I think to be fair to these kids, coaches do the same thing. Um, it's not unusual for a head coach to hold a school basically hostage over the contract. I don't know why this should be different with players. And I know it's rubbing some of you the wrong way. I don't, I really don't on my end understand that. Unless you also are rubbed the wrong way by these coaches. Uh, Cause these things are the, the exact same thing, but he's, that's what he's doing. He called Ole Miss's dream school. If I watched a little bit of his video that's an out-of-state kid, so I don't know a ton about him from, you know, like his high school staff or anything like that. He looks like a player. And his offer sheet is way better than his recruiting ranking. I like finding those kids because usually there's a chip on their shoulder. They're really good players. They're just, for whatever reason, didn't get the early bump in recruiting and just got kind of left out a little bit. He looks like a great player. Played quarterback as a sophomore. Moved to wide receiver, defensive back, running back, that kind of kid. Uh, physical football player does a little bit of everything. I'm not saying I have inside knowledge on this, but he did speak highly of Ole Miss. And uh, we'll see where that goes from there with him. That's also a 2023 kid. So you're talking, you know, he's signing somewhere likely in December. A couple of names that David has on the board, okay? He threw these up uh, early. Of course, this is a big week for Dante Dowdell, running back for Picayune. He will make an announcement Friday. That's May the 13th. He threw this out maybe a couple of weekends ago. I have not heard anything different. I hate to put myself out there on any of these guys because of, look, the landscape and how college football is working. It, it would be like predicting where NFL free agents are going without any idea of what the contract offers are that that would obviously be very difficult and NIL doesn't work exactly like that, but there's some similarities here enough to where I can make the comparison. You know what I'm saying? I still think you'll be at Ole Miss. Um, I don't think that's a done deal or anything like that, but I do like Ole Miss's chances for Dante Friday. We'll see what happens during the week. That could change quickly. And I know you guys would understand that. We'll just, we'll play it by ear. We'll see what happens. Uh, Jalen Robinson. That's the wide out. Out of uh, UCF, UCF that was in the transfer portal, is in the transfer portal. I think was at Oklahoma first. Goes to UCF, had a great year last year. And maybe right at 1,000 yards, something like that. Right, I think right at. Not a big guy, 5'10", 185, 190 pounds, one of those kind of players. But fast and will be an impact player. I was told last week that he was giving out positive vibes on his visit that he was coming to Ole Miss. Okay, don't hold me to that, though. And I, and, and I can't even re remember this. I want to say I was told that he basically came in and said, hey, I'm coming. But then that's before I, he visits Tennessee. And again, college football landscape, we'll see what happens there. I haven't crystal balled him or anything like that. Um, I haven't gotten this from the kid, but I do think Ole Miss is in really good shape for him. But again, haven't heard anything since his Tennessee visit. Looks like it's coming down to the two of those. Ole Miss would love to have that kid. They'd love to have him. And uh, they were in good position, at least, you know, when he came into town, they had to look at it. Uh, but Dowdell, Jalen Robinson, and Ahmad Brown are the ones right now that, that I'm kind of keeping up with. I'm trying to think off the top of my head if there's anything else. 
if something else comes up, I'll put it on the board today. But I think those, at least for the most part, are what you're looking at for this week. All right, big baseball week. I know we're getting through the spring now. We're May 9th here. Football will be here before you know it. You know, you have summer vacations coming up. I think people are going to find something to do. We'll be here every day with the podcast to give you something to, to listen to at the very least. Don't want to dive into Arch Manning today. I don't think he's coming to Ole Miss, but you never know. We'll see what happens. I, I don't think he's going to Ole Miss. But appreciate you guys. Enjoy your week. Okay, don't stress out. Get your work done. And uh, as always, appreciate you guys listening to the Rebels 247 podcast on the 24-7 Sports Network with Inside the Rebels. Talk to you guys tomorrow. Take care. Take care. See you later.